Hello and welcome to Haunted Hometowns, your weekly true crime paranormal podcast with me, Blake Lambert Hack. This is part two of Povelia Island with actor, model, Anthony Carvello. This episode is all about the hauntings and paranormal and ghosts and whatever else you can find on Povelia Island. If you want to know about the history of the island in Venice, check out part one that was released last week. And without further ado, here is part two of Povelia Island. Okay. As I mentioned, the island has seen a lot of death. Death from war and battles fought on the island between Venetians and Genoa. Battles between the British and the French. Maybe some internal fighting, but there's a lot of war happening on Povelia before it was a plague okay. island. The island has so many bodies buried and burned because, again, they thought it was bad air, so a lot of plague victims were burned. Their bodies were burned so it wouldn't like infect doctors or volunteers or whoever was on it. So a lot of buried bodies, a lot of burned bodies from the plague. Um, it's said... That 50% of the soil on the island is ash. Um, 50% may be a reach, but yeah, burning plague victims was a very real thing. Like body ash? Yeah. Okay. Mixed with the soil, and you never know what is dirt and what's ash from thousands of years. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why plants do really well on the island. Right, because they're feeding off of the... Yeah. It's kind of like fertilizer a little yeah. bit, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know anything about fertilizer. Literally not one thing. <laughs> no, Besides but like... like cow like, poop, right? Like cow poop is fertilizer. Right, like decaying bodies, shit, <laughs> whatever. I mean, it all feeds plants. They all grow out of it. It's like... It's going to be... The, so now the plants haunted is the question. The vines, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, again... There you go. We're getting back to the haunted... Haunted hunt. vibes... Vibes. Haunted vibes. Haunted vines would be a fun wine name. Right, haunted yeah, vines. Yeah, and love and that. I mean, you're literally creating haunted vibes. By the way, you're, <laughs> there a, you go. you're a haunted See? vibe guy. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> the plague was so bad that even the Pope sat between. Like I was talking about bad air, the Pope would sit between two huge flames because he thought it would like get the bad air away. Okay, let's let's break that down for a second. <laughs> Did he really think that, or was he like? Just like I'm the Pope, and I'm just gonna sit around like I'm I'm the flame guy. Exactly. I get. I don't know. I just feel. I picture like Hades from. Uh, yes. From the Little Mermaid, right? Is that one of the? No, no, no. Hercules. Hercules. Oh, That's okay. It's been a long time. Yeah. I just picture him, and I just picture the Pope like having like a flame hat. Yes. And just being like, I'm the Pope. Like <laughs> I'm so stylish. Like whatever. I just do whatever I want. Did you ever watch Avatar: The Last Airbender? No. Okay. There's like. It's four different air, water, earth, fire. Okay, okay, okay. And like the king of the fire nation or whatever would sit on this throne with like just a wall of flames behind him. Right. And that's all I think of. And that's the Pope literally, is. actually literally did this in real life. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's so extra. Whatever the Pope, whoever the Pope was at the time, he was sitting between two flames to okay. like <laughs> yeah, to ward me. off bad air yeah, yeah, so sure. he didn't catch the plague. Of course. <laughs> yeah, very menacing. So menacing. It's like so extra. Yeah. It's so extra to do that. Um, but yeah, the soil on Povelia is very enri- enriched. Whether you believe it's like ash from burned bodies, but that may or may not be like the amount of the ash may or not, may not be true. But again, there's mass graves. There's just a lot of buried people right. under the bottom. Right. I mean, it's very clear that the pictures of the island, it's very lush. Right. When it comes to the insane asylum, the moment patients were locked up on the island, there were rumors of ghosts. So even from day one of the insane asylum opening, the patients were like, there's fucking ghosts on this island. Uh, Obviously, no one believed the patients because they thought they were mentally ill. Right. But there were many reports of ghosts roaming the island, and I'm inclined to believe people when they say that they're seeing shit. Right. And, and I, again, you, you give me the history of the island. You think back to all of these, you know, a, bar, a barbarian invasion, a Genoan invasion. Right. You have Napoleon. You have all of these, you know, very traumatic experiences that human yeah. beings are going through on in a specific place. Yeah. Again, I think that, that the, the remnants of that must must drip off of you. Oh, for sure. Right. And, and stay in a place. Yeah. And I talk a lot about why ghosts exist. Um, I really truly believe that a lot of it has to do with not finding justice or peace in your real life. And so it gives you a reason to like linger. And for a lot of these um, victims of the plague, like you were mentioning, they never got to see their family again. Sad. They never got to live the life that they wanted to live. Um, there's no peace in that. There's uh, for war. You know, a lot of the questions when you're fighting in war, it's like, who are you fighting for? And is it worth my life? So I think that a lot of people who die in war, that's why we see a lot of war ghosts as mm-hmm. well, because it's like, well, was my life yeah, was worth? Yeah, like, right. And they didn't get to see the outcome. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and then also, you know, you think about the people, that if it was a place of kind of like the, the Ellis Island of Venice, so to speak, right? all these people that go there and they never get off the island, they never know what their life could have been, should have been. Right, yeah. And, and so they're, they're, there's le- left with a lot of questions. Yeah. Uh, it would be yeah. so shitty to like be on a ship and be like, I'm... Because Venice was like at one time the uh, trading city for the world, pretty much. Um, it was the port to do all the trading. And um, so I couldn't even imagine just being like, hey, I'm dropping off potatoes for Venice. Oh, but someone on your crew has like symptoms of the plague. You're so all you're staying here forever. Stuck on the island. You're staying here forever for yeah. the rest of your life. All yeah. of a sudden, your whole life changes. You're not going home. Right. Like that's that's scary. To it's think scary about. to be like Greece and be like, okay, wife and kid, I'll be back. I'm dropping off whatever. Uh, claw. I'm dropping off cotton in Venice. I'll be home in, in a, a month. few days. Right. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. And then just never show up. And there's no phones or anything. So. You can't send a letter. Right. Like, oh, man, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. really heartbreaking. So I think that's, you know, by the time the insane asylum opened in the 20s, 1920s, it's like all this, like, tragic shit has happened since mm-hmm. then. So I'm very inclined to believe these patients and or doctors or whoever was on the island that they were seeing something mm-hmm. going on. 
not not only because mentally ill people, but like people who were not technically mentally ill that were stuck on in the insane asylum. Right. Even the evil doctor we were talking about saw ghosts and mentioned it. Oh, he did? Yes. Wow. Um, it was reported that the doctor became mad from ghost harassing him. He became mad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the fact that he was literally drilling into people's skulls. It was. It was. It was because he was a victim of the ghost. Yeah. Exactly. Fuck that ghost. <laughs> Fuck that doctor. Excuse me. Uh, he would see menacing shadows and hear strange voices, and he was basically driven mad from being constantly bombarded by the paranormal. But like, rightfully so. Right. Yeah. He deserved. <laughs> if anybody deserved to be bombarded by. The paranormal it was right. that guy right right if the ghosts like can see what's going on in our realm or life or whatever it, i'd attack them too of course you know what i and i hope that they did some crazy stuff i hope that they like poured their ghost brains over his face while <laughs> right. he was sleeping like yeah, look yeah. what you did to me like yeah i hope they did that type of stuff to him because For he deserves sure. that absolutely yes um shout out those ghosts yeah yeah get your revenge get your revenge yeah I, we support you we stand you <laughs> Eventually, the doctor tried taking his own life by jumping from the bell tower slash lighthouse. Okay, tried. So a nurse that was walking past it witnessed him jump out of the tower in his suicidal attempt, though he claimed to survive the leap from the nurse. But his broken body was then covered in a mist that came from nowhere and violently choked him to death. What? That's what the the nurse is claiming. Yo. <laughs> right. So he jumps. Yeah. Or is he thrown by well, the ghost? Well, no one knows. There are claims that he didn't jump and um, may have been pushed out the tower. That's a possibility. And too. then the mist flew down and finished the job. Maybe so. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's... I mean... He was a shitty person. So. That's a violent mist, though. Yeah. Oh, they were pissed. They were. That was an angry mist. Don't fuck with the mist. No. 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 <laughs> um, no one knows what happened to his body, but it is said that he is buried in the walls of the hospital. Well, okay. Why? Why did they do that? Why did they... Okay, so this is the thing about all of this, right? It's like, at some point, all of this paranormal activity is definitely, like, heightened yeah. through things like that. Yeah. Where they're just like... We're gonna let's put his body in a wall and then cover the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like leave him in there. Right. Who's making that decision? It's, it's an a bad question. It's a, ba- it's a bad choice. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a bad choice, right? The lobotomies, awful choices. Taking the guy who did the lobotomies and being like, well, let's look, let's put his like dead ghost strangled body in the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's not, like that's not gonna cause a problem. No, you're right. I awful choice. I would. If this was the first time I was hearing about a wall, a body in a wall, I'd be like, eh, yeah, they probably didn't do that. But I've covered a case on this podcast where they did renovations and there was a body just in a wall. And that's the ghost that the people were seeing in that place. It's like, it's insane. I don't know why. Maybe it's a torture thing. It's like... Right, yeah. And like, it's a, so either one of two things happen. Either you take the time to open up a hole on the wall to put the body inside and then you cover it up or... You literally build a new wall right. knowing you're putting the body in the wall. Yeah. Either way, why? Yeah. What are you doing? I wrote here that is some purgatory shit. 
and being trapped on an island with people you killed, that's hell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, that doctor's getting absolutely tortured every day. Yes. That doctor shows up to, like, his little spiritual, like, ghost school. Yeah. He shows up to ghost lunch and he, nobody sits with them, ever. No <laughs> reason. No, they did not sit with them. They, <laughs> they throw tomatoes at them. Yes. Ghost tomatoes all day. Yeah. Or ghost grapes because they're going on the island. Yeah. So he's just getting tortured every single day now for yeah. eternity. And he deserves it. But I'm sure he's not happy about it. No, of and course if, not. And if you're a human being that steps foot on that island. He's going to ghost AA. That's what he's. Or, whoa. Or ghost, whatever we he's want He's going to ghost it. the ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. Um, but yeah, people have claimed to see him, his ghost, on the island, as well as, you know, the patient's oh, ghost. Oh, goodness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are so many reports of people visiting the island and feeling a lot of dread, malice, um, that it, it became forbidden to step foot on the island. Like, look, you cannot do it because there's something that's fucked up happens every time. Right. And on. so you step on and something right. latches onto you and then you walk, go back to regular Venice and now yeah. it's latching onto other people maybe even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's, I mean, it's possible. Is, I will say from being there, it definitely, it, 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 it feels old, right? And it yeah. feels like, despite like the gondolas and all of the, you know, tourism that's happening, you know, there are certain, when you get lost in Venice, you go for that walk and you just say, I'm not even going to look at my phone, we're just going to walk. Yeah. You turn some corners and alleyways and it feels, you feel yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where, I'm sure you walked, I don't even know if you know where you walked in Venice. I have no clue. Um, one of the last episodes I did was, there's wells all over Venice that okay. are, they don't use them. I don't think they still use them today, but that's, that was like their main drinking source. Cause again, it's all salt water. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's a woman who like cut up her husband after she killed him and like dumped him in the wells, like several wells around Venice. And so, and those wells are still in public squares today. Like you can see those wells. Wow. And so, yeah, there's like ghosts everywhere. Right. And it's old and cause this, that happened like in forever ago. So it's wild. It's wild. But I, I have a hard time. Like, I don't necessarily always believe when people are like, I feel depressed walking in this house. It must be haunted. It's like, or you're just depressed. Right. You have some I, stuff you need to figure out. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's hard for me to like grasp yeah, onto. Don't be a victim of situations. You're just in a bad mood. Don't blame it on, don't blame it on the, the spirits. Right. There, <laughs> exactly. Okay? You're just in a bad mood. Exactly. Right. Uh, so yeah, like going to this island, obviously, you know, the history of it, or at least I'm assuming, cause it's forbidden. So you know something about it. Right. So right, there's a right. preconceived notion. Right. Right. That this place, I'm going to feel a certain way when I get here and oh, right. look like my, my Intuition, intuition has been validated that it is in fact right funky. Yeah, so I, I, you know, dread, malice, depression. It's like take it with a grain of salt. Right. However, people who have visited have heard um, screaming and moaning coming from the island as they like boat by it. Uh, the bell from the bell tower chimes, even though the bell has been removed decades ago. Whoa! Which would be freaky. That's scary. Yeah. One of my favorite paranormal stories um, is my mom used to teach music and she had like, I believe it was middle school, maybe elementary. I'm not sure. Um, But she had some instruments in her car and she was at a stoplight and one of the handbells chimed. (laughs) I was like, when you hear something that shouldn't be doing anything, you know, 
It's like hearing a bell ring. Or my grandparents, their dog passed away when she was like 18. And my grandpa for a little bit would hear like the bell on her like collar or something. So, you know, sounds are like a powerful thing for the paranormal world. Of course, of course. Right. Of course. And I I feel like, again, you know, the auditory energy of a place... um, I think again that stuff does stick. Yeah, that stuff does stick, or or, or, or a person. Um, that's, that's a way of communication. Right? Yeah, that's how we're communicating right now is yeah auditory waves. Not to get all phys- <laughs> physicist uh, Tony on you here, but um, I I believe fully the people are hearing those things. Yeah, it's how people communicate. Yeah, and it's how probably spirits communicate. I bet that bell chime ring sounds beautiful. Yeah, I bet yeah. it does. <laughs> I bet it does. Some say it's the doctor ringing it um, because his whole shit was up there. But those that have visited have reported seeing shadows dart behind the ruins of the buildings that exist today. Uh, Hearing strange voices to tell them to leave and never return. Ooh. That's a big one. Yeah. Leave and never return. Yeah. Now, do we think that that's the doctor or do we think that 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 those are the patients? And is is that in a place of trying to protect them? Maybe. From from what can happen. I think if I am dead and I'm a ghost and all I want is, like, peace. Like, stop coming through with yeah. your iPhones and trying to, yeah. like, get out of here, Kesha. Yeah. But, Kesha, <laughs> but not Kesha. Can, but not, not Kesha. Kesha. <laughs> no, Kesha can say. Kesha can say. Kesha can say. No, but I totally understand. Yeah, if you want peace, it's like, you know, stop coming here and disrupting right. the, the place where we're rest. We're, we're resting. Yeah. We're chilling out, dude. Maybe it's just, like, my jaded personality, but it's, like, just leave me the fuck alone. Right. Maybe some of them are, like, leave. You don't want to be here. It's, like, horrible and, like, protective. But mine's right. just, like, can you just go? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to... I'm giving, I'm giving these spirits a little more credit yeah. that they're trying to be of service. I mean, there's different personalities. Right. You probably would protect people and be, I like, would. hey, get out. I yeah. would. You would just be, like, leave me the fuck alone. I'm <laughs> yeah, tanning. of course. I'm tanning. Exactly. <laughs> I'm tanning my spirit. When there's hundreds or thousands of dead people on an island roaming about, it's like you're gonna get into like a lot of different personalities. Right, right, right. <laughs> Others have been shoved by invisible hands, and even some brutal attacks. Brutal. Yeah. What is? Do you have more info on that? What when they say brutal? Possibly. Hold on. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You're, 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 you're um, getting there. You're getting there. First-hand accounts have stated being scratched, being watched and chased by something malicious. From Private Island News, quote, unnaturally high levels of paranormal activity and countless reports of an eerie apparition of a girl crying out of her parents, crying out for her parents, Along the water's edge, unquote. So that's one eyewitness. Oh, that's brutal. Imagine yeah. like a younger woman that's like maybe like 16, 17, 18 that got brought to the island yeah. under suspicion of some sort of mental health issue. Yeah. Um, and then, or, or, or even worse, like the plague. Yeah. Dying, dying yeah. of the plague and just wanting to be comforted. <gasps> right. Brutal. Yeah, it's scary. If you're like eight years old even and you're... Testing. Dying of the plague. Right, yeah. And you, you're, you're just brought to this place with all these strange people that are all dying around you. Yeah. And all you want to do is just be comforted by your parents. Yeah, that'd be hard. Saying like any... Co- I think... I always say that children are the most creepy paranormal apparitions, whatever I could possibly see. Because I think the idea is that like 
they shouldn't be dead they shouldn't be a ghost and so it's like unnerving to see a child or hear a child that isn't there you know what i mean and then is tortured yeah and that, and that never got to live out their life and that never got to again as we were talking about it like see what could have been or should have been right. in their own lives and, and now yeah, yeah. They're, they're tortured enough to be staying here spiritually right and they're not at rest right when you see someone older that may have died of old age or something it's kind of like okay right you lived a life right it's like you're it's comforting or like they're there to tell you like things are good or whatever the case may be but to see like a kid a ghost kid crying out for their parents right. on an island that's like that's a lot yeah that's heavy yeah that's real heavy ghost kid ghost kid sounds like the next up, up and coming rapper <laughs> ghost kid he only ghost writes for people oh you know? <laughs> nice nice um, smells of sulfuric and burning wood come from the island. Tales of a ghostly child covered in buboes, which is like swollen lymph nodes you get when you get the plague. Um, her name is Little Maria. She apparently roams the island in these like swollen lymph nodes. Oh God, that's now that's scary. Yeah, that's scary to see poor little Maria going through that. Yeah, to witness that. Yeah. Ooh, I'm I, actually getting chills. I'd run away too. <laughs> These people, they're like, I was chased. I'm like, no, you saw something and yeah, sprinted. Nothing, yeah. no was chasing you. <laughs> yeah, that's horrifying. Yeah, yeah. A lot of screaming, moaning, crying, coughing. A lot of sounds going on. Coughing would be like horrible too. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> like, yeah. That's again, especially a lot of plague stuff, you know? Yeah. It's like really scary. Yeah. Charles Miranda visited... And he said, quote, the pungency of the site, buried and or burnt bodies or not, is overbearing and makes breathing difficult. There is something here, but what it is, is not clear. Whoa. Which, yeah. It's difficult to breathe on the island. It's so heavy. Yeah. With, again, history and and pain and trauma that I I can imagine that. I can imagine. I can imagine that spiritually it's there you you feel something there yeah Ooh. a news team visited and spent the night and they said Smart. in the morning one of the chairs in the chapel they were staying in moved by itself um fishermen refused to fish near the island even though you may be able to bribe a captain to take you to the island most won't even entertain the idea human bones occasionally wash up on the shore I mean, they could be plague victims or patients um, who died from mental illness, treatments. You don't know, but bones do wash ashore. There's a sign that tells people to not dig because of contagious bodies from 1793. I mean, I'm sure that sign was made forever ago because they didn't really understand germ theory at that time. Right. But like for the plague specifically, you're only contagious within days of coming in contact with that person who has the plague. So now if you dig them up, you're fine. Right. But just the idea of, like, don't dig, you may get infected is, like, horrible. Right. And then also, again, not knowing where bodies were and not excavating this resting skeleton that a spirit might be attached to. Right. Um, And not only just a spirit, but a a, a tortured spirit, potentially. Yeah. A tortured spirit or a spirit that... At the end of its life, went through something very traumatic. That, yeah. That it wasn't a peaceful death. It was a, you knew you were dying if you went to this place. Right. Period. And so, oof. Um, so this is 
where it gets brutal. Okay, so after the mental health hospital closed, the island went up for sale. The first owner abandoned the island for unknown reasons, probably because it was haunted as fuck, and he was like, I'm not staying on this island. Mm-hmm. Um, but after him, or them, we don't know who, a family a family purchased the island next, hoping to turn it into a vacation home. So they got money. Um, which honestly sounds lovely. I would love a vacation home on an island. In Venice. In Venice. Right. Right. With a little boat. And if you can afford a vacation home, you can afford a boat and you're just popping back and forth. Exactly. Yeah. Sick. Love it. Unfortunately, one night the family, again, like this is right after the insane asylum closed. So it's not decaying or anything like that. It's still like pretty good condition. Mm -hmm. So the family was staying in um, one of the buildings. And I'll show you a photo of like where everything was located. But while they were spending the night, the daughter was attacked by some entity and um, she had her face split open. And it's not said, I mean, some reports say split, some reports I read said ripped, but her face was like opened up in some way. Uh, they rushed her to the hospital where she was given 14 to 20 stitches and the family never returned to the island. So nobody really knows who or what or when, but that night they spent the island, she got like 20 fucking stitches on her face. It was definitely, definitely, definitely the doctor. Yeah. That, that was, I yeah, mean, he hadn't done any lobotomies in a long time and he figured he'd try, try one out on a little girl. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you about to show me a picture of this little girl? No, no. I'm going to show you just, like, uh, a map of the island. Okay. Um, I was going to say, I can't handle that. <laughs> I can't handle a post-lobotomy photo. Um, so, this is, like... Burning grounds. That fort thing that I was telling you okay. about. The housing. So, the steeple and stuff is over here. This was a prison, hospital, part of the insane asylum. The church was in the back. Mm-hmm. That's that bridge. And this is where they think they burned all the plague victims in the very back where all the produce has been grown. Right. Um, Plague field? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this is like where you quarantined if you had the plague and stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't want to spend much time on that island. No. Um, For everyone listening, I will definitely post photos on Instagram so you can see for yourself. But yeah, I mean, maybe she was attacked by a ghost. Maybe she fell and ripped broke her nose i don't know we don't know but i it was hinted at that it was some entity some paranormal being that like did this to her right and if and if it was just a simple accident you would consider that a family who bought the island the intention of making it into a vacation home if right. it was a simple accident they'd chalk it up to that right like oh she ne- fell down a step or something right you know, it was just like but if she was literally physically shaken up by the experience that she had right. and clearly was communicating to her family like that she would never go back to that island. Right. And then they never went back to that island. Yeah. Something happened. Something happened. Something happened. There have been construction crews that have gone to the island to restore the old buildings, uh, but the work always comes to an abrupt stop. In 2014, businessman Luigi Ber... Say it with an Italian accent. Go ahead. I was reading it wrong, that's why. Uh, businessman Luigi Brugnaro mm. bought the island for 513,000 pounds, planning on spending 20 million euros in restoration plans. 
However, the plans never came to fruition, and Luigi began, and he became mayor of Venice afterwards. So he kind of just dropped the plans, and we're like, "I'm not doing this." Okay, so it says he still own the island. No, the following year, a private group called Povelia Pertutti was hoping to raise enough money for a public park, marina, restaurant, and hotel. Like you were saying, <laughs> there was a bid to turn it into a university campus. Or even like a public resort of some sort. Um, however, as of 2019, the island remains vacant and unowned. Wow. Imagine yeah. going to college on going to haunted college campus. I would fucking love it, honestly. You w- no, you w- it doesn't sound like a fun place. Okay, so like I went to college at Roosevelt University. It owns the auditorium building. The auditorium building in Chicago is... I think from the 60s, it was the first multi-purpose building. So it was a hotel, a theater, it had shops. It was the first of its kind. Okay. Um, it shares a tunnel under Congress to the Congress Hotel. And the Congress Hotel is one of the most haunted places in Chicago. And um, it's like bricked up now because they're owned by two different people. But I've been down there. From photos, it looked beautiful. It was like marble floors, benches. You can cross under the street. It's gorgeous. Um, It's creepy as fuck down there. Because that's where they store all like the theater props and costumes and stuff like that. So it's like, it's creepy down there for sure. But you loved it. I loved it. It was like fun. (laughs) You have a, a very twisted idea of what fun is. I've taken a tour of the Congress Hotel. I've like... Checked out a lot of haunted areas. Yeah, yeah. I'm still thinking back to the moment of this where you said, as we all know, lobotomies are awful. Or whatever the quote was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I feel like deep down, maybe maybe you have like a little thing with lobotomies that maybe just maybe you don't think they're that bad and you think you find them quite interesting. No, I think lobotomies are horrifying, horrible. Okay. Um, but. There's I, a but. <laughs> no, there's no there's but. A, there's a looming but. There's a however. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Some of the other like treatments quote-unquote that they used i find interesting okay like hydrotherapy started with um just like a person taking their stroll in the garden or whatever and they'd walk across the bridge and the moment they hit the middle of the bridge someone on the other side would pull a lever and the person would drop into the water and it would like supposed to shock them out of their like mental illness that is such like a sick joke right that is a sick joke it's so silly <laughs> it's kind of hilarious it's it sounds hilarious. fun to be honest yeah i feel like i'd pop out and be like that was awesome like literally <laughs> right. get me and get me again because like it right. sounds like a water slide i'll act surprised again right yeah, yeah. let's do it again can i do can i go again it's unfortunate that it led to like other horrible hydro th- treatments okay but the start of it is kind of like hilarious hilarious it's interesting it is okay that's someone was like let's yeah just Just, pull the lever yeah pull the level they're just gonna fall (laughs) they're gonna fall in the water just like you got me you got me i'm not sick any longer right this is hilarious i'm ready to go back to the mainland (laughs) this is fun or i'm staying yeah. If this is the type of tomfoolery going on here, right. I'm ready for a good time. Right? Yeah. See, I th- yeah. So, like, lobotomy is absolutely not. Like, I, for a long time, I couldn't do needles. Like, needles, I even to a certain extent, I can't do needles. But um, something like an ice pick, watching it go, like, 
I can't even the people that get their uh like laser eye treatment scares Crazy. the shit out of me. That yeah. is wild. That's a lot. Because you're awake and seeing it happen, like I just couldn't no. I couldn't do it. Yeah, no, I'm 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 good with needles in my eyeball. But now <laughs> as we're talking more about this, I'm I'm still stuck a little bit on this like um on this kind of water park idea that they do like a haunted water park at <laughs> I mean Six Flags, I'm sure see I've Every Fright Fest I've been to, I think the water park's been closed because it's been too cold. Right. I wonder if in the South they would do that, though. Right. Like a haunted water park. Yeah. But, but even on, on this island, though. Oh, what if they yeah. turned it into, like, a summertime thing? Oh, for it's sure. Like a summertime haunted water park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, there's, but there's real ghosts? Love it. Sounds really dangerous. It sounds like <laughs> an insurance policy that's going to be very expensive. Yeah. And probably prohibitive. We can all, One can only dream, though. But... It wouldn't be our fault, though. It'd be the ghost's fault. Right. But you know... I mean, we just literally did an entire podcast of all the instances in history of this place being definitively haunted. Yeah, you're right. Right. I think they'd, I think they'd be like, <laughs> yeah, you want to open a water park on the haunted island? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be a $100 million insurance policy. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> like, no. I've seen mock-ups of, like, a university on the island and people's different sketches of what it would look like and it looks pretty cool to say you went to school on an island and then it's like a haunted island very sick yeah i wonder what type of things you'd be studying there like on the island like why would you need to be there of all places yeah what would you be studying and i wonder if i wonder if it would be studying paranormal or if it would be you know like i, th- yeah. I think i think more of this needs to be coming to light you know like yeah. we, we only have we have kesha we have Kesha, Kesha leading we have, the. We have Kesha and you. Yeah, see, Kesha's right? leading the conversation on this. So right, needs... <laughs> right, right. And, but but I feel like maybe just maybe if they were to put a university there, that it, it would be useful to study the potentially most haunted place on the planet. Yeah. And actually begin to understand what is occurring, and why. Yeah. For sure, I. Because we're speculating at this point yeah. in terms of was it you know again the barbarians or. Or, you know, or was it Napoleon or was it, you know, these people that are absolutely tortured? Yeah. All of the above. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, if we open a university, absolutely paranormal investigation would be a class or major. Um, over there, probably marine biology. Yeah. Wine making classes. Why not? Right, right. Agriculture. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to do agriculture. I don't know. For me, agriculture just is like corn. And soybeans. Mm, <laughs> it's like, yeah, right. yeah, I don't want to teach people that. Or, or is it understanding how the uh, the human body's ability to fertilize there you go. There right you go. over time? Yeah, love that. It's scary. You can do little field trips. You don't even have to leave the island. No, you don't. <laughs> you just literally dig, and it's like now this is soil and human remains. Right. Let's do some scientific like testing. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so it's also said randomly that a witch cursed the island long before it was even used as a quarantine site. So that could be a thing, too. A witch? Yeah. Why so not, right? So many Why? Yeah, I don't have any answers. It's just a witch possibly cursed the island, and that's why so many dead people and so many ghosts live there. Yeah, that's, that could be true. And also, also like, w- this witch could have come from, you know, one of the, again, one of these bar, the child of one of these places where they were cast, they were cast off the island oh, by yeah. the barbarians mm-hmm. or by the, what was the other city that came over and they had the beef of the Venetians? Padua. The Padua or? Padua moved to the island. The Genoans. 
The Genoans had beef. The yeah. Genoans had beef. So like the Genoa, maybe you know, maybe the Padua, maybe it was a Padua kid who got kicked off the island by the Genoans, and they were like, "Screw this island forever." Yeah, this is my home. I loved it here, but now nobody can live here. Yeah, and I'm a witch. I'm into it. I don't know. Again, once again, speculation. No, it's a good movie plot, though. Right. I like it. Uh, there's a lot of movie plots here, but yeah. I've been thinking about that like, literally <laughs> this entire time. Um, so historians believe that 100 to 160,000 people died on Povelia Island. There's a YouTube video by Yes Theory about Povelia that has, honestly, great visuals of the island. So if you're interested in seeing up close what the island looks like, I would check out that video on YouTube by Yes Theory. It's gorgeous. As opposed to paying some uh, fishing boat captain right. in Venice an absorbent amount of money for him to go drive exactly. there and leave you there. Yeah. 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 Maybe just watch the video. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What's to stop this boat captain from literally leaving you on yeah, the island? Then what are you going to do? You have to swim back to Venice? Right. No, no, no. Just no. watch the YouTube video. <laughs> they have great um, drone shots. So Beautiful. check it out. Right. They do pronounce the island name wrong, but just know it is Povelia. There's also a horror movie in development that is going to take place on Povelia. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm like... I do not think that this production is going to go well. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't think I would want to shoot somewhere haunted ever. As an actor, like, it, I just... Yeah. It, it adds... So, obviously, you're legitimately scared, but in terms of, like, doing a scene maybe where you're not scared and you're... Con- it's just something that's constantly in the back of your mind, the yeah. reality of the place. Yeah. Although I have shot in some historic places already in, in my short career. Um, but even then, it wasn't something I was really thinking about actually when I was there. Because it wasn't like, by the way, this place is definitively haunted. Right. I think it's like, you would, you think of it more when you know it's like a horror movie or something horror related. It's like, okay, we're shooting this You're in right. this supposedly haunted place right. it's like heightened uh yeah i've sung in many historic places that definitely are haunted in some way <laughs> right like uh one of i used to have choir rehearsals in a building that still was a man operated elevator and it you're it was creepy right but like nobody was doing lobotomies in that fucking elevator that we know of that we know of yeah right that we know of right here yeah it's called, apparently, it's going to be called The Plague Doctor. So I'm oh assuming it's going to be taking place during the plague. Uh, oh my goodness. And I guess they're going to speculate on what the doctor actually did. Or I guess this is the plague. So maybe this is a plague doctor, not the insane asylum doctor. But okay, So it's like a nice doctor trying his best to save people. Possibly. Unsuccessfully. And just continuing to try. Possibly. I don't know. But the lobotomy doctor, like if you're doing a movie on that guy's life... He's definitely showing up to set and being like, um, that's historically inaccurate. I've actually used a mallet. <laughs> right. Right. And you're like, oh, geez, sorry, dude. And he's like, yeah. Yep. Talk to my lawyer. I only think of like the horror movies that after uh, it's been shot, all the actors are like, yeah, crazy shit happened. Like uh, Exorcist, that girl that oh, played my goodness. her was like, Linda Blair. were fucked up. Right. Uh, same with Poltergeist. They were, yeah, I'm all set. Yeah, it's also, like I don't know. I believe in this. I believe yeah. in this stuff fully. You know, which is again, you asked me at the beginning of this if I believe in spirits, and yeah. I do. And and so I think the more that you, you more that you aim to interact, the more that you, even if you're telling a story that demonstrates that, I think that you're you're opening yourself up to um, a two way dialogue. Yeah, and you don't know who you're talking to. Yeah, 
Yeah, you don't. That's why, I, okay, I have a, I've never used one, but I do have a fascination with Ouija boards because I think they're like ridiculous, the idea that Hasbro invented this thing and it possibly or could not, I don't know. I've never used one because people won't let me use one, but uh, they're fascinating to me. Do you want my Ouija board story? Yes, give me a second. Okay, cool. We'll I'll get into that. Fine, 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 fine. We'll fine, get fine. into that. I, I wasn't there personally for this one, but I, it's like... I do want it, though. Okay, I'll give it to you. Well, okay, we'll get into it. My first question okay. is, would you ever visit Povelia? If, like, money or anything wasn't a thing and you were just like, hey, do you want to come visit this island? Um. Again, I, I, I deeply believe... In, in spirits yeah. and I deeply believe in and I respect it and so not to get like really dark I don't know if I would purposefully want to open myself up um, that's fair to communication and, and not just at this island Bavelia, but like if I know that a place is like definitively haunted I just not I, I'm I, I don't necessarily want to open myself up to engaging yeah and I want to be respectful of of the resting place of, of these spirits and not show up and just like you know just make it like this big like thing for me to check out right you know I, I feel as though I would prefer to respect the resting place of these spirits and um, if I unknowingly walk into somewhere that's haunted and I'm kind of given a notice by a spirit then I'll, I'll move on and right but I don't I also like again with the, with everything you've outlined there's a lot of deep trauma here yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and you know as a person with my own trauma, I wouldn't want someone necessarily like always coming in and you know visiting, revisiting me and my trauma. Right. Um, I'm. I've. I ma- we manage it on a day to day basis, and I'm sure these spirits do in the same way. And so it's like I don't want to be just another person that shows up and is like, "Wow, would you look at this? Like, a, look at this haunted place. Like, yeah. you know, taking selfies and showing off that I'm there." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So my answer is. Um, knowingly, no, I don't think I would. Yeah. Not because I'm afraid. Right. Um, because I, I just want to respect the spirits. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Would you? Um. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. You definitely would. I wouldn't. That's okay. This is you love this stuff. No, no. In the sense go. that I wouldn't. I wouldn't hire some captain to boat me over. No. Have I visited haunted places knowing that they're, like, supposedly haunted? Yes. So have I. But I wouldn't necessarily, like, go out of my way to make it a thing of boating to this island to wander this abandoned island. Do you know what I mean? Like, when you're visiting places that, like, are in use every day by people and you just stop in and are like, this is interesting or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And I think that, I I mean, we live in New York City. I mean, there are plenty of places here that... You, you don't have a choice whether it's, you know, certain path, like certain train stations. Absolutely. They're like, like you know, we, we're, we're here, right? We live here and we're going to interact with spirits in that way. And if right. it happens to be that we're in a transit station that a spirit that is not at rest is there. Right. Well, dude, I got to get to work. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But like this is like you're going there with yeah. one purpose and one purpose yeah. only. And that is to see something or yeah. feel something. And I think that that is... In my in my humble opinion, a selfish endeavor. That's fair. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when the locals are saying it's forbidden, you can't go there, and you're like, I don't care. 
I don't care. It's for yeah. Me, yeah, it's for me. I think it's a selfish, self-seeking thing, and that you're. Yeah. It's a thrill ride. Yeah. And it's like this wasn't a thrill ride for the hundred sixty thousand people that that perished there. Right. It was. It was. A, it was torture. Yeah. And I, I, I for my own um, little thrill and adrenaline, like I just think uh, no, I don't think I would. Yeah, yeah. Out of respect. Um, now, if they turn it into a university and I. Am offered a tour of the property. I will take it. Yes. Right. Right. Of course. <laughs> yeah. And, and and yeah. And sure. And may I attend that university? Maybe. Maybe not. But okay. I will take the tour to see. Okay. So the if university. It's, if it's turned into a university, would I go? Now the, the second part of this question is it. I I will say is based in fear in my own part, and it's that because I believe in spirits, and because I believe in energetic exchange. Yeah. Um, both with human beings that we interact with on a day-to-day basis and and uh, spirits that we interact with I I don't want to I don't necessarily want to meet that doctor yeah, right? and I don't fair. know what aspect of energetic exchange would occur between he and I yeah and if I can avoid that I'd prefer to fair um, because I don't know what what is being what I'm taking with me yeah and who I'm taking with me and and then if I have loved ones that I care about, who they're latching onto and impacting and scaring yeah, and yeah. hunting. Have you ever seen the movie Shudder? No. It's a ghost movie. Um, it's I like it. It's not you know the greatest horror movie ever, but it's the idea that like this guy does something bad and he carries this ghost with him. Right, and I I believe that. Yeah. yeah. I, I why I I don't know. I haven't read anything that like. That confirms this or validates this from a, a scientific perspective yeah, yeah. at all, but I just I get a feeling that um, I think we carry our ancestors with us. Okay, I believe we do, um, and I, I believe that if you go and you interact with something that is not at rest and mess with it or or anything that it, that it, it can latch on to you and and walk with you. Yeah, and I don't. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm enjoying my peace. Fair. I don't like... I'm trying at this point in my life, Blake, to introduce the least amount of chaos into my life outside of the work that I do as an actor, as an artist. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I mean, like, I think a lot of people could use that advice of just, like, <laughs> there's so much chaos in just living. Just you don't need being. to introduce more to it. No, <laughs> no, like, no. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm, I can be the master of my own chaos or I can be the attempt to find progress in my own peace and it's like showing up to the most haunted island in the world <laughs> is not bringing peace to me it, i am introducing chaos and i'm fair yeah I, I i introduce chaos in my work enough yeah where it's like i'm, I'm good in my personal life i'm trying to just <laughs> chill i'm trying to chill have any personal paranormal stories and I say paranormal because to me paranormal is anything you can't explain so it doesn't have to be like a full-on fucking ghost apparition it doesn't have to be someone touched you or you know what I mean it's like anything paranormal sure I have two okay and one is the Ouija board okay good right, we were, we, we, which one's more intense the Ouija board or the other one the other one 
Okay, let's start with the Ouija board then. Okay. Um, so I was not here for this. Okay. But my mother, sister, my grandmother, who is passed in July, rest in peace. Your mom's mom? My mom's mom and um, my mom's oldest sister okay. were. My mom's oldest sister lives in um, on the line of Dennis and Harwich in, in Massachusetts on Cape Cod. Okay. Um, historically, I believe it was the, I don't know if this is definitive, we can do a fact check, um, the Algon- Algonquin Indians, okay. um, uh, Native Americans, um, lived in... There was a lot of Native Americans that lived on Cape Cod for very right. many many years. She lives on a reservation, oh, okay. not not a not a Native American reservation, but like a, a natural reservation, like right on the cusp of it. Gotcha. Okay. So they break out a Ouija board one night. Apparently, <laughs> great idea. I love the fact that your grandma's like, "Yeah, let's do a Ouija board." Of course, <laughs> of course, she, of course, she she would have. Um, Mickey was a character, and so there they end up communicating with a young Native American. Girls, yes, on through the Ouija board, and they're like, okay, like this is weird, but like they're, I guess they're doing it. Yeah. And my aunt, she lives, uh, her home is a decent size, like nice little property. Yeah. All one point, all of the lights in the property, in her garage, the apartment above the garage, in her home, outside of her home, all of the lights turn on. Basement, attic, the whole, the whole property, all the lights go on. That's creepy. A few days later, they're going for a hike, yeah. and they find a right near in the back, right in the backyard on on the property line. They find a um, an arrowhead. Oh, okay. And they have it. They bring it to a historical society. They have it looked at, and it it happened to be legitimate, like a legitimate arrowhead wow. that they dated back like 150 years. That's insane. But so yeah, to say, I again like I, yeah, it's made by Hasbro. Ouija board. It's it's a game. It's it's a commercial. But if you're in, if you have an intention to open up that line of communication yeah. with, and you're you're all there and you're all aiming your energy in this direction, yeah, yeah, yeah. even if it's a game, I believe that you can open up that line of communication and yeah. that it's real. I talking about opening communication. I this is why I brought up Ouija because. Some I don't know. It's like such an important thing that like you say hello, but you also say goodbye, so that it doesn't keep the communication open when you don't want it to stay open. Mm-hmm. And that's why I find it so fascinating because mm. it's a lot of people are like, eh, this is ridiculous, and they just like throw it in a box, and it's like, okay, let's go, and then crazy shit starts happening. Right. So that I get. I, that is my Ouija board story. Again, I wasn't there for that, but yeah. my you know my my sister validates it, my mom validates yeah. it, my grandmother validated it when she was alive, and and I haven't spoken my aunt about this one, but like that. Yeah. They told me that happened. See, I was at a secondhand shop with my best friend, and we were living together at the time, and we were making a mirror wall, so we were just like grabbing a bunch of random mirrors and like filling a whole wall with mirrors, and we found one that was really interesting, and we pulled it up, and right behind it was like an old ass Ouija board propped against the wall. I was like, oh, I'm buying it. And my, he did not let me buy it. <laughs> He's like, that's not happening. Yeah. You would have just like, been talking all sorts oh, of ghosts. Yeah. You love it. You love I was it. so sad. But like, I don't want to buy like a new one and like break it out of the box. You know, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. You and want get an old like a, Ouija board. I used Ouija board, right? right a right. hand-me-down Ouija right. board. Right. That's, that's been used. That's, yeah. yeah. It's been, people have used this thing. Why not? Yeah. If I'm going to do it, I might as well do it. You know what I mean? Right. I'm you not going to have to You need an old wooden Ouija board. Yes. That's what you need. Yes. Okay. I'm going to keep that in mind. 
Um, my second story? Yeah. Okay. Um, I was When I was working corporate, uh, I used to go to San Francisco a lot, and I would stay – it would stay in a lot of different places. And I think yeah. the first time I went there, I was like, oh, San Francisco, so I wanted to stay in – in the city, right, and I stayed at the Union Square Hotel, okay, in San Francisco. And for your listeners and for you, you can look that bad boy up, okay, because I did. Um, <laughs> wow, before or after? After, okay. Um, so I check in, and like not like nothing, like it's whatever. And I'm walking down the hallway, and I felt, I what I thought, I, I thought that like somebody walked out of um, a room, yeah. Or, or that it was a cleaner or something because I checked in real late. Right. Um, and I just felt somebody behind me. I didn't, like, didn't even think of it. And I just like, but I felt them like close enough. That, right. Like I would have like, either somebody was passing me or they were go- going from like, just like, they, yeah. something was behind me. Yeah. And I turned around. There was nothing there. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So that night I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was sleep paralysis. Oh, no. I am Sleep paralysis is one of the scariest things to me. Okay. It's never happened to me. I'm terrified of it. Okay. I, so I don't, I don't know if I get sleep paralysis often. I, I, it's not something that I, I know for certain is like happening consistently for me. But this night yeah. at this hotel, I either woke up or whatever, and there was an entity in the room. Definitively, definitely, and it was large, and um, it was in the corner, and it was huge, and then it made it, w- it made its way over to my bed, and from the end of the bed, it leaned over the end of the bed and held me down. Anthony, no. Yes, Defin- definitely, this definitely happened to me, and it held me down, and I, um, I couldn't move, I couldn't speak, I couldn't, I, I don't even remember like if I could breathe, but it was holding me down in the bed. And then I think I came to, and I don't know if I came, if I like woke up or if I like came to. It was a very strange experience, but I can I can remember vividly this experience at the Union Square Hotel in San Francisco. That's fucked up. Yep. Yeah. True story. Happened to me. So what the research you did after like? So I just know that there's there had been like a number of like. Um, paranormal gotcha. experiences that other people had um, communicated. I don't recall specifically the history behind yeah, yeah. the hotel, but people are like, yeah, no, that, that, that's the haunted hotel. Hotels are always fascinating to me because whether we like to believe it or not, like lots of people die in hotels. And they do? Yeah. What do you mean? Just from like either old age okay. or, you know... Not, like, anything tragic or anything right. like that, but, like, the amount of people who stay in hotels yearly, it's insane. So, like, right. every hotel has had at least a couple deaths. Right. Right? And, and didn't they do a, an Ameri- uh, America Horror Story on... Yeah, yeah, They yeah. did an AHS on a hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, so, it's just, like, you never know what bed you're sleeping in in a hotel. You never know who died in that room. You never right. know. Like, it's, like... Or even, like... like you know, renovations that an accident yeah. happens during renovation. And again, like that construction worker doesn't go home to his family or, or, you know, made some falls and right. you know, you don't know. Exactly. Um, I used to work at a hotel and, uh, there was always a story, uh, that lingered through the hotel. And 
I've tried looking, like, to see if this hotel is haunted. It was right. built in, like, the 40s, so I'm sure it is. But there was a um, housekeeper, like, going around cleaning, and someone came out of their room, and she said good morning to him, and he didn't respond, so she, like, looked up and said it again. And then as she looked up and said good morning, he, like, walked through her. And Whoa. she immediately quit. And I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> And I don't blame her. <laughs> right, no. Yeah, I, I mean, if I if I had, again, like, I'm not seeking out these type of interactions. Right. Right, and so if I have them, I would definitely avoid those experiences because it's right. just not, it's... it's. You're I, saying you wouldn't spend the night in the Union Square Hotel if you were in San Francisco again? No. <laughs> okay, fair. I would not. I would not. No, it was, it was definitely a, tr- it was pretty, not traumatic, but it's something that I says stuck with me yeah absolutely i remember i was on the left side of the bed i remember the windows were to the left i remember that it was to the right corner i i remember like i remember i am gonna say the things horror movies don't really like scare me it's rare for me to jump or anything like that what usually gets me is like something in the shadow of a corner that's that gets me every time and you don't know what it is and it's like like, I think that's why The Conjuring movies, I like them a lot, because it's always something, like, you don't know what exactly is there. Right. Or, like, Hereditary. I hate the end of Hereditary, but... I've not seen it. have not seen it. I know it's Ari Aster. I, I, I loved Midsommar. I love um, Midsommar. So I, I'm actually putting it off because I'm I'm scared. That's fair. I'm already scared. <laughs> I'm actually already... I, I love scary movies, but yeah. I, I, I get easily spooked. Yeah. Um, even by ones that I've seen before that are done well. Yeah. Um, I just watched The Witch uh, again the Witch. Um, over the weekend, and Robert Eggers just did an amazing job with yeah. that. And it it scared it scares me again. The Shining scares me every time I, I watch it. it. Yeah. And so I was just there um, in June. No, at the hotel in Colorado. Yeah. Uh-huh. Colorado? Yeah. It was great. You you're <laughs> sick. You're sick. It was great. If you, it was great. Again, to Blake's listeners, if you could see his face when he says these things, it's with this sick and twisted smile. It was fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what I think of when I think of fun. We didn't see anything. It, right. Nothing happened, but right. it was like a gorgeous hotel. Right. The view is stunning. Yeah, no. Absolutely. <laughs> um. No, I get it. Uh, I just saw Smile in theaters, and it lingered with me afterward really yeah um i don't know if it was because the uh death scenes are like intense and you they show them straight on but it lingered with me a lot the acting was great too pearl is my favorite horror movie this year if anything her acting is outstanding and i suggest everybody go see it just to see mia goth fucking kill it okay whether you like horror movies or not, like, it's not, like, creepy. Like, it's more of, like, her going insane type of idea. But her acting is phenomenal. Right. Yeah. No, I, I thank you for the suggestion. And uh, we're plugging all these great movies that of we course. have no connection to. Right? <laughs> it's great. Um, I was actually just at Scream Fest oh, yeah. this past week, which was great. And, and was able to see a number of um, great short films that, that have their own kind of twist on, you know, just scary yeah. things. Um, nothing paranormal that I saw. But, but you never know when a short, like a horror, creepy thriller short could be turned into 
something bigger. Right, right. Like, Screenfest is where paranormal activity yeah. actually was discovered. See? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, and and talk about a movie that kind of brought the paranormal really to the to the main even yeah. more the mainstream. Oh yeah. Um, that film did an amazing job with it and, and made it so it humanized it so yeah, much because yeah, it yeah. wasn't like it didn't feel like actors, it felt like you were watching someone yeah. actually have a paranormal experience, which is horrifying. Yeah. And a, and a, and a violent one like, yeah. at that, you know. My f- my favorite version of like short going into feature is uh, Lights Off. I haven't seen it. It's a really great horror movie. Um, but it's a very short, creepy ass short that you can like watch on YouTube or something like that. It's really great. And the feature length is just as good. But that short, like whoever, I can't remember who made it, but Oof. you never know. But Yeah, and I mean the best, the, some of the best movies of all time all have, you know, best horror movies of all time all have a paranormal aspect to it and we as human beings i feel are naturally inclined to consider what happens next oh yeah right? for for, for our, ourselves and, right. and and for our, our loved ones that have passed on and then for those really you know people that do very violent awful things here on the planet like where did they go and if they stay what are they doing right and it's scary to think about it it's it, it's it's horrifying. It's one of the things we're scared of most. Yeah. Um, is death and, and what happens. And if you are tortured, if you are, quote unquote, a, a bad person in life, um, then what? Yeah. We'll find out. We're going to find out <laughs> as as pianos continue to yeah. play here at the studio it's outside. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's haunting. Who knows? Well, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Yeah. You all can follow Haunted Hometowns on social media for photos related to each episode, guest info like Anthony's, and upcoming news. Anthony, where can they find you and what you're up to? Oh, of course. You can just you can find me on Instagram at Anthony underscore Carvello. Um, feel free to follow. Tag along. I'm, I've really enjoyed this today. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, Tag along for all the upcoming... Horror movies, maybe that year. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I just I did a horror short um, called Drifter. Shout yeah, out to the whole Drifter cast and crew um, that that played at Scream Fest, and it was uh, an amazing experience making the film and and then being able to see it on a, a large screen at the TCL Chinese Theater in LA. That is exciting to it see it on such fun, a huge theater, huge screen, and, yeah. and it was um, again nothing paranormal, but certainly has the makings of something paranormal considering what the characters are up to in the film so Fair. <laughs> i'll say i'll say that's all i'll say about it but um yeah this has been a really great experience thank you so much for having me on. yeah of course uh, you can send paranormal experiences at haunted hometowns podcast at gmail.com could be anything from your infant telling you to burn in hell to a carnivorous plant feeding off your flesh let me know and haunted hometowns will be back in december so scary there's a lot of noises going on um so in the meantime keep on keeping on do your paranormal investigation and send me what you discover because everyone loves a ghost story everyone does and i don't mean to say i wouldn't go to these places or do these things and like <laughs> to, to scare people from doing any paranormal activity of their own they probably wouldn't they don't care what i say but i i do find this stuff so truly interesting so i hope that your listeners and you continue to explore and yeah. try to dig up what's going on out there so that I can um, know um, yeah, yeah. secondhand. Second there you hand. go, exactly. Secondhand, thank you. Yeah.
The theme song is by Tyre. Follow him on Instagram at Queer Popstar and follow his music on any streaming platform, T-H-A-I-R. The artwork is by Pepe Munoz. Follow him on Instagram at p.e.p.e.munoz, M-U-N-O-Z. I got my information from Wikipedia, My Venice Life, Mysterious Universe, Rinker, Secrets Within the Fog, Atlas Obscura, Spooky History Show, and Last Golden Grape of Venice, Milani Haken. And don't forget to follow Anthony on social media. His Instagram is Anthony underscore Carvello, C-A-R-V-E-L-L-O.